Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garmer. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And we are down a man again, as uh, unfortunately, right before we were going to start recording, Daniel apparently got the shivers and started coughing. So now we are hoping that it's just uh, cold and he can feel better pretty soon. Hope you, f- hope you do feel better, Daniel, but uh, it'll be Mark and I again here. But it's yep. going to be a great show because we got big news to talk about between Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. The war has started about trying to get the big 67, 68 billion acquisition passed around the world between Microsoft and Sony has some comments. Uh, Batgirl movie has been delayed, axed, canceled, all that stuff. Who knows what's going to happen with it, but for now, it's not going to be in movies or on HBO Max, and we got some other stuff to talk about, including my thoughts after being about 20 hours in on Zettel Bay Chronicles 3, and that's all right now after this. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right, so... That being said, just really quick here, make sure that if, um, you know, you don't follow us or this is the first time you're listening, you know, go subscribe on whatever thing you like to listen to your podcast on, whether it's Apple, whether it's Google, whether it's Spotify, whether it's whatever it is that you like to listen to um, podcasts on. We are on there. You can go subscribe to us, Video Games to the Max, or we have an entire network that we do network. You can go subscribe to as well. And you can also go watch us on YouTube. Uh, which usually I put on demand later. It's usually like the next day in the morning. Uh, so I will tell you, if you want to listen to us faster, because I don't really edit the video, go subscribe on YouTube, ring the bell so you get the alerts. We do have other stuff that's not just us on there. Uh, they do all kinds of entertainment stuff, Marvel, everything. So you want to check out Rallys and Broadcasting as well that's on there. Um, so if you listen to only in podcasts, it might come out like the next day or a day later. So just letting you know the fastest way to watch or to listen to it's on YouTube, but we do show up on the podcast um, a little bit later as well. So Mark, I guess let's go ahead and start with, no, this is a video game podcast. We do talk about entertainment stuff and normally that stuff we leave to the end, but this is one of those things. It's like, it kind of just came out today. Might as well talk about it first because it's such a weird story uh batgirl has been axed canceled by Warner discovery and that's not the only thing apparently the scoob sequel has also been axed as well and apparently it has to do with money yeah (laughs) uh i mean that's not the only issue but yeah they want to have more high profile movies so well, yeah. I mean, it's all kind of money related, right? They don't feel that it's big enough to be in a theater and they they don't want to spend even more money trying to get people to actually know that it's on HBO Max. So it's I mean, just kind of in a limbo situation. The, the rumors are that HBO Max is pretty much going away on like Thursday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Okay, that's I, news to me. Like that that that's what uh what's her name Grace Randolph said I think that's that's her last name, but it's like her rumors are basically like HBO Max as far as like scripted shows is like going away, 
and it's being folded into like Paramount that like their network instead. You mean the Discovery Plus? Yeah, Discovery. Yep, yep. Wait, so they're going to kill all the HBO shows? Well, all the HBO Max show, like, you know, the specific shows. Uh, oh, man, that sucks because I love the flight attendant. So that's one of those. Shoot. I mean, they'll obviously uh, probably keep a, a few, like Peacemaker probably will be saved. <laughs> um, But yeah, folded in Discovery Plus, getting rid of uh, HBO Max scripted overall streaming focus, focusing on like unscripted shows. So, so whatever they're going they, to more like the stuff that you see on Discovery now, I guess. But, and I mean, some HBO Max shows will stick around, but maybe those become like HBO shows. No, oh, Lord, what a uh, way to just. I mean, yeah, they are trying to cost cut, which that was one of the things that is talked about in this article by Variety. That it's basically this: they're cost cutting. They're um. The previous people I mean, involved before this merger were all about pushing HBO Max, which is why they have all these shows. Uh, they had the obviously it had to do with COVID as well, but the, the putting all the movies on HBO Max for that entire year. So that was a big move, and and the folks now after one or this, after the merger are not a big fan of that. So this well, is yeah. kind of part of it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Scoop didn't do well when it came out last year because yeah. of COVID, obviously. I mean, I'm actually shocked it even got, like, greenlit a sequel. Um, I think it did well enough, like, as far as people watching it on the, the streaming service for them to say, let's have a sequel. Right. You know. Uh, but honestly, how funny is this Batgirl thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it does not help the narrative at all about DC movies. Ha- having zero plan or zero... <laughs> Zero at like anyone at the helm, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you compare uh, what Marvel is doing to what DC is doing, it is absolutely a um, night and day. If there ever was a comparison for that term, and well, it's unfortunate because I kind of had interest in it, you know, with um, who's the cast? Michael Keaton's in it. Uh, Brendan Fraser's the was the villain. I mean, like, there's some good actors in that. So, I uh, didn't I, I, have a huge budget or whatever, but it was meant to be on HBO Max, so it wasn't going to. Well, I mean, the, the budget is unknown. It's rumored between like seventy-five and a hundred million. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the problem, and we'll get into this later. I assume with GTA Six, is the main character. Like, I think people have a very specific idea in mind for like Batgirl. Like as far as like looks, ethnicity goes, and uh, what is it? Leslie Grace isn't that? <laughs> yeah. Um, like there was some rumor about some disastrous test screening. You know, who knows if that's true or not? But that could just be good cover for them to go. Yeah, let's let's put this in the let's put this in the vault as quick as we can. <laughs> yeah, I just don't um understand the whole like why not just go ahead and put it on hbo max and see if it does decently it's well you know. it's not finished i mean the acting like you know well they had done they were done shooting yeah but the, first of all there's always something called like reshoots and it's not oh, yeah. like the, the special effects are done either you know, or there's something called like post-production that probably needed to be done i mean so even if that's 
five million dollars. I mean, they probably were like, why? Yes, yeah, it's, it's still. Sad I mean, to me. B- besides, yeah. like this is. I mean, this is unprecedented, somewhat for like being a pretty big, theoretically big movie, or like you know a, a somewhat named movie. But this has happened before with uh, with smaller movies, right? There's some there's some uh, Olga Kurlenko movie from like ten years ago. It's like she was like a Chinese mermaid or some bullshit uh, that was like supposed to come come out and it never did, <laughs> or and that cost a bunch of money. Like that was like at least fifty million dollars, right? And like there are way more. I mean, there are movie posters of that thing. So I mean, that was like way more. No, that cost $130 million. So that was a, a, a somewhat big, st- bigger step up in this thing. Um, so it's happened before. I mean, that was, some, that was right. a, a somewhat franchised movie or somewhat, you know, comic book type movie. But, you know, I'm sh- you got to wonder, like, I, I'm more amazed that, like, no one beforehand, like, was raising their hand going, like, this doesn't look good. Well, but is it? It doesn't seem to have to do anything with the quality of the movie. It well, seems except for that, to be, well, that test yeah. screening rumor makes it seem like that. Right. But, I mean, it's it seems more it's like about, well, we just and, don't want to deal with, like you said, there's stuff beyond just, okay, we did the shooting, but there's other things now. So Yeah, but, like, yeah. well, if the movie was actually good, then this isn't an issue. But... If it's something that can't be fixed in post production without like reshooting eighty percent of the movie or whatever, however how much they have to like re- would reshoot it, that's an issue. But the bigger the bigger question is like, you know, there's two guys directing that Bad Boys three movie, which I no thought one it was liked. fine. I mean, it, it's mediocre, or you know, it's fine enough. Yeah, and I, like, I love Miss Marvel, so you know, that's and well, a lot of people that, are in that. Yes, they did Miss Marvel. Yeah. Did they? Or I didn't see yes. that. Yep, they did. It's in uh, the story I put in the doc. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, they only did two episodes, though. I mean, they didn't do the whole yeah. thing. Hey, uh, but those are important parts of the show. But I agree with you, right? Like, but I, like, I don't. This the, the scarier thing is like there's no one at DC or Warner Brothers above these guys looking at everything they film every day and going like, this doesn't work or this works. Like, right. there's no like. You know, I'm sure. But, but I wonder if that has to do with the whole merger. Like, they're they're they had everybody occupied on other things, and it wasn't necessarily that important for them. They just said, "Okay, well, these people know what they're doing, whatever." And then, then when the merger finally goes through, and they go, "Okay, you're in charge of this. Figure out what you're going to do with it." And then everybody starts going, "Oh, well, you know what? We're just going to can HBO Max entirely, so we don't need this. How can yeah. we get out of it?" And I mean that's sad for me. That's that's sad to hear uh, that if HBO Max is really going to go down. I mean, um, it has the domino effect of that Green Lantern show is probably gone. They announced a while ago that right. Black uh, Canary movie's gone. Um, I'm more worried personally for like Doom Patrol and Superman and Lois. Yeah, uh, I know some people were interested in that Blue Beetle movie. Yeah, it's well. probably right. gone. Yeah, I mean, I understand DC's impulse uh, to like have they want to have like Marvel money, which right. is hey, that's a good goal to have, and they have obviously have the characters to do it, but they don't have the talent, and they don't seemingly don't want to invest in the money to do it. You know, uh, look at like Doctor Strange too. 
they hired a dude that has been around for a while. Uh, and that movie costs $200 million to make. They don't want to spend, like DC on, doesn't want to spend that type of money on movies, it seems like. But that movie also almost made a billion dollars. And DC hasn't made, on their films, hasn't made over a billion dollars since like The Dark Knight Returns. And that was a while ago. Like, yeah. the fact that like Justice League, you know, Justice League, which honestly should be like the biggest movie ever, or should have been, you know. Right, no, yeah. That didn't do better than Doctor Strange 2, you know? Well, I mean... Or, I mean, you know... Justice League did about as well I mean, the fact that they had to go back and and make a big deal about the Snyder Cut to try to get people interested in that. Um, I think, I mean, and that was supposed to be the better version of the movie. I I haven't sat down and watched the three hour. I know Jens likes it a lot more, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, smearing lipstick on a pig. It's like, yeah, it looks better, but still a lot of the same kind of that movie. Right. Right. I mean, I'm looking at the, at the money or like the budget or box office. Just the, when justice League came out, it did about, did about as well as Thor love and thunder. And Marvel kind of sees Thor love and thunder as a, as a disappointment. (laughs) So yeah, but I mean, it's all Thor: Love and Thunder is not an action movie; it's a comedy. So those inherently make less money than yeah, uh, you know, the action movies. Yeah, but it's still. I mean, Thor: Love and Thunder did worse than the uh, Ragnarok do. Yeah, but I just mean like, I mean, DC wants they want tenant pole releases. Like you know, Joker did really well, right? Uh, I mean, but that's when they when Joker doing well is what made them start saying, okay, we're not going to do this. Uh, DCU, D- DCEU thing where it's gonna everything's gonna be disconnected. It's gonna be their own thing. They live in their own universe, and and that's it. Right. Right. Um. So, and they already had the thing where the TV shows had nothing to do with the movies, and and they had different actors and actresses here, and everything else. So, I mean, here's the question I raised. Now that people have raised it too, do you think that Flash movie comes out? Oh boy. I mean, considering the crap that Ezra Miller has yeah. gotten himself into, that that's the if thing. I were Discovery, I want to like distance myself as far away as possible from that man. I'd be calling yeah. up, uh, what's his name, Grant uh, Gustin from the Flash TV show, and go like, "Are you busy?" <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, uh, well, it's, talk about if we're, if we're talking about Batgirl. Imagine how much it would cost to reshoot that whole thing with. Yeah, with that, that's that guy, the thing you know? is like, like I think. Uh, whatever Grace Randolph also said, like Flash essentially. Ha- this is a while ago. She said like Flash essentially has to come out because they've spent so much money on it. So yeah. any return is better than like no return. Because someone asked her like, shouldn't they just like reshoot it? And she's like, they can't because it's already spent so much money already. Yeah, exactly. And again, if they're in cost cutting mode, that's definitely not something they're going to consider doing. I mean, they do have uh, what the Black Adam. Movie Black Adam, Rock, Shazam, uh, 2, Shazam uh, 2, Aquaman 2. Uh, right. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's rumors that they brought Ben Affleck back as No, as that's Batman. that's confirmed yeah. uh, for Aquaman 2, because there's like a picture okay. of those two guys together. So, Which I don't know why the heck they're doing that. I mean... I mean, I, I like that they, those guys had kind of a, a good chemistry in like Justice League. Uh, but, like, they need to really establish, hey, this is our Batman, this is our Superman, that's it. Man, but I liked Robert Pattinson as the Batman. 
that and have him be, you know, they you just know, aired. Pick one, yeah. you know, <laughs> flip a coin. But th- but this is DC's mo, right? We can literally have a, the Batman for a darker version of Batman, and then we can have the what well, I guess what you would consider the regular version of Batman uh, is, and then, is and then, Ben Affleck, like, and then a third Batman with Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, and that, likely a fourth Batman and Joker too. <laughs> yeah, probably. So. <laughs> It's insane uh, the way that they don't have anything really, you know, lined up at all with this. I mean, this isn't really to this, but I mean, this is almost a week ago or it was like last week. But DC had their big comic, you know, Comic-Con press conference and everyone is expecting Henry Cavill to show up. And then he didn't. didn't. (laughs) And then it was really funny. It's like super. We have no idea what Superman is. Like, meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, you know, Marvel has this like multi-year phase clusterfuck yeah. of a of a timeline map of like here here are the shows thirty shows in or you know, or well, you know, here are the movies between yeah. Phase Five and Phase Six. Even we have things going all the way to twenty twenty five, and DC DC can't even get out of you know, the next this year, year or whatever. This like, year. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Or th- yeah, or this year for that matter. So, um, and not trying to rag on DC. It's just, they put themselves in their no, own hole that you, you, you know. can. Cause yeah, it's entirely their fault. Like, yeah, they, they have more, I would say they have more popular property or like more long lasting properties with like yeah. Batman, Superman, you know, uh, but they don't explain them well or as well as they should. And they seemingly don't have like any respect, like any desire after the Snyderverse disaster to like establish like an actual cinematic universe. I yeah, mean, definitely. Sometimes it works. Like Joker, well, no, works, but they but... they already said that they're not like they're. Yeah. that's it's not a, a universe. It's a these movies are going to come out, and that's it. Like, so they might try to connect them a little bit with, I uh, you know. Batman being in the Flash, or but it would be like but, cameos, yeah. Because yeah. even like uh, Shazam had like Superman like at the end, but it's like a really corny yeah. or bad cameo, yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's what you get. So then they don't yep. have like a well-oiled machine. So when it, when it, the gears start grinding and something flies apart, don't be surprised. Yeah, not definitely won't be. Uh, seriously, I mean, so I mean, some, yeah, well, go ahead. Could you ever imagine this happening to a Marvel movie, no matter like how bad it is? I mean, fuck. Because Morbius, well, well, Morbius for one, came out. <laughs> well, Mar- Morbius is Sony. That has nothing to do with it. But yeah, like, but but Sony, Sony basically had that same thing with with the Flash. At this point, they had delayed that movie so many times that they just had to put it out, and then it was so bad that then it became a joke. So, yeah. um, they were just kind of had their hands tied. They had to. But speaking of Marvel, since we're already on this subject, um, and I'm sorry for the people that listen to us to, for video game stuff, we will get there. Um, but uh, since we're already on the topic, uh, D23 basically they announced that it's it's going to happen. Uh, Kevin Feige announced that there's others other shows that are going to be there. Uh, there have already been sort of not official announcements, but basically pretty much these are things you can expect that are going to appear. And there's going to be extra footage of things that they announced at Comic-Con and all that stuff. So it's going to be a cool show to definitely catch up on things. And here are some of the 
movies and shows that we can expect uh, may be announced at that event. Uh, the Punisher is going to have a Disney Plus series with John Berthenall coming back as Frank Castle, and it's going to be TVMA. So they did put in R-rated movies on Disney Plus for the first time uh, last week or two weeks two ago. Weeks. Yeah, like Logan yeah. and Deadpool, and that's about it. And Deadpool, <laughs> and uh, you know, Deadpool three is is a thing. So. That makes sense why you would do that. We know that the X-Men are going to come down the line, so it makes sense why you would go ahead and put Logan, especially when, if you're going to make a X-Men 97 sequel cartoon show, you might want to put all your X-Men stuff on there. And also, because they're going to have a Storm TV series on Disney+. Plus, So, again, makes sense to have all your X-Men stuff uh, in there. That that sounds bad, but go on. Yes, uh, Deadpool 3, I already said, Shang-Chi 2 uh, is also expected to be announced there. Um, We know Jessica Jones is going to be a cameo in the She-Hulk show. Uh, Well, we know Daredevil is going to have his own show. I just talked about the Punisher. And now the other two defenders are also going to team up for a show called Heroes for Hire, uh, directed by Edgar Wright, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. That's going to be a Disney TV series. As well, and then the Wonder Man is also going to be part of Phase Six, and that's going to be a TV series as well. So, right now, that's kind of like the big ones that we know about. I guess we'll have to wait closer to D twenty three, and apparently, also the um, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday show is going to be the epilogue of Phase Four. So, now a Hellstrom TV show revival, now in Humans two. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> but you don't really need that with some of the other shows that are coming. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, does any of this stuff interest you at all? Or I mean, basically, all the Netflix shows coming back is good. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for that She-Hulk show. Uh, I mean, she looks cool, but I actually really like uh, Jamila Jamil as Titania. Like, she's like the bad girl or bad person in it. She yeah. looks really cool. Uh, uh, everything else. They didn't. Did they announce Eternals too? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, we really don't need that after it's the Eternals one. But I mean, they'll make it because they have to. Uh, well, I, I mean, I they don't really need to announce it. They can wait till way later. I don't think yeah. there's going to be much people. Uh, you know, a lot of people just clamoring for that. Uh, I'm excited for the She-Hulk too, uh, show as well because they pretty much just said that it's going to be the cameo show. You're going to see a lot of people on that show. Um, yeah. So definitely going to want to watch every week. And the fact that they basically start off with Hulk being on it and, uh, you know, doing fun stuff already has me uh, interested. Plus, you know, the other things that they've shown in that trailer that we saw. I, I'm uh, excited for the two cartoons also, the X-Men cartoon and the What If season two yeah what if season two is going to be good because season one was great and then uh, x-men 97 of course we grew up with the the x-men shows so getting a sequel is pretty cool and uh i'm kind of interested in that you know what the what if zombies is going to be too having its own show um as well do you think for what if or like that marvel zombies thing they'll get more of the like mcu voice cast they might I mean, they did get plenty of them with the first what if, so. Yeah, but they were still missing some heavier hitters or, like, you know, important characters or, you know, voices for certain characters. 
Yeah, now that they have things outlined for a while and they know who's going to be in what, yeah, perhaps they will, especially because there's rumors that some of these movies might have to might have to include some of the cast that is no longer doing things. So we'll see right. what they end up, you know, doing with that at the end of the day. I, I'm excited for all that stuff. Um, I love the the Punisher Netflix series, so uh, bring it on, putting it on Disney Plus, and we'll see what else they do uh, at D23, whatever else they have announced. God, just between Comic-Con and then these these supposed announcements, I don't know what else they're going to freaking announce at that thing, but my gosh, that is a lot already. So, yeah. I mean, other than, like, I guess announcing casts and other things like that, but if they're going to announce more shows and more movies, my goodness, that thing is uh, filled to the brim already. Again, you know, props to Disney, though, and, and everybody else. Like, you buy this brand, you make something with that brand, and then, yeah, you can say you're milking it or whatever, but you, you have a plan with the brand. And yeah. they're letting them kind of do their own thing. And that's nice. It's not like Disney meddling and be like, Oh, this is too comic y. You can't put this in there. You can't do this. Like, it's good that they're just kind of letting them be like, okay, we trust you that this is going to be good. And so far, it's kind of mostly all worked. You could, you could say there's some, some of the shows aren't great. Obviously, some of the movies have not been up to the quality if you want to. But I think honestly, when you start having a lot more stuff in between, not all of it's going to be A plus stuff. Right. How, how do you feel about that? Like, do you think that we're going to get into like Marvel fatigue because of all this stuff? Or is it people need to learn to be okay with don't be expecting everything to be a plus super awesome and just kind of be I okay mean, with, Hey, we're getting Marvel I, stuff. I'm already a little fatigued as it is. Yeah. Like I didn't watch uh miss Marvel and I barely, I didn't watch moon Knight either. I mean, I watched Loki, Loki, but even I, like I struggled to watch that captain, uh, the Winter Soldier show, personally. So yeah, that one that one was slow at the beginning, and then it kind of got better towards the end. But I agree with you; I was kind of struggling to watch that. I still need to actually go back, and I've tried like two or three times with Loki, and then I keep getting distracted. Uh, yeah. I need to watch that. Um, I've watched Miss Marvel. Um, I mean, it's like yeah. that. You'll I know you'll bring it up, but it's like Star Wars to me, where it's just but Martin. Marvel at least really goes outside of its way to like highlight off like really unknown characters or kind of like really oh, yeah. B or C level heroes. And Star Wars just keeps reusing the same 70 years over and over. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, because they realize they have to, right? They can't, they can't possibly keep just rolling the train down the track with the same eight heroes or whatever. They have to expand the universe, right? They have to. If you want to make series, you're going to have to get but people to like these other characters that maybe they don't know as so much about. It's yeah. not expanding the universe when it's like a prequel. It's just like filling in backstory of like already. Oh, no, no. St Star Wars, I agree with you. They are just, they need to stop that. They need to just, the, I think the problem is that they're so scared now with the failure of the three sequels. Yeah. I, I guess they're, it's not necessarily a failure in money wise, but like, the re the perception or the reception yeah, is not great, it, right? Right. It's I think I mean, they're just too scared to like. Well, we can't really go too far away from this because nobody seems to 
want to appreciate that. Meanwhile, like the show that does go pretty far away, The Mandalorian, people really liked. Yeah. So it's like, shouldn't that tell you something? Like, we don't need like the fucking Cassian Andor backstory. You know, the trailer looked fine, but it's like, who cares? Uh, Unless unless Stellan Skarsgård is going to show up in another of these shows, assuming he even survives this one. Like, it's like, please don't, like, please stop it. Um, go on. I, I haven't watched that trailer. I keep saying I'm going to watch it and then I end up not watching it. Uh, I'm guessing the Andor thing is similar in that vein of the the seven years or. Yeah. I mean, he dies at the end of Rogue One. So. Okay, that's what I was trying to think of. Like, that's the one that has to do with Rogue One. Okay. Yeah. So that's the the story of the dad, right? No, it's the story of, like, her love interest. Okay, her love interest. All right. Uh, Diego Luna. Um, Okay. And, like, the character was fine in Rogue One, but, like, hey, here's an entire TV show based on the backstory of this guy that you already know what happens to him. And I saw some people defending it. Like, they're like, oh, it is world building, or it is, you know. It's the same thing with Obi-Wan, right? Like, well, we kind of know the story, but, hey, we're going to fill in the gaps. Yeah, but it's like, who's asking for these gaps to be filled in? Or, like, you don't need to know every, you don't need to know, like, plot out the entire t- chronology of this, like, fictional character. Like, some mystery is fine, or just some unknown shit. Yeah, definitely. Like, Marvel doesn't, I mean, for as much as we bitch about it, like, Marvel doesn't do that. There's no, like, oh, here's the Hulk, the Hulk's backstory when he's 16 years old. And find some, you know, 16 year old version of, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and you know, yeah, that's just me. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having to like direct traffic. Um, so I just realized that somebody turns a lot on. I was like, oh wow, okay. I didn't know that that light would actually uh, make this brighter now. But um, sorry for the first thirty minutes of this. Anyway, so yeah, I agree with you, man. They need to figure out the Star Wars thing. Somebody needs to just be like, we got to move on. We just got to do a better job of, I don't know whether you focus test this more. I don't know what they need to do behind the scenes, but they need to move on from Skywalker. I I keep seeing uh, hilarious. This is one girl I follow on Twitter and she keeps basically saying like solo two needs to happen. And it's like solo two has about as much shot as, you know, gold does dripping out of my ass. Like it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. If anything, the only one that would that was a plus in that movie was Lando, Donald Glover's Lando. So if you wanted to do like a Lando series or something like that, maybe that could happen. But yeah. I don't think we're getting a solo too. No way. Right. Yeah. Um okay, let let's let's get off the movie stuff here. Um so uh anyway, let's so we're gonna do a little bit things a little bit different from now on. I'm sorry that this wasn't supposed to actually uh go like this. We're gonna do the news first and then I'll talk about Zenray Chronicles three and uh whatever Mark's been playing as well uh after we do the news. Um so just letting you know. Um that being said, we know there's gonna be a Pokemon Presents. So <laughs> unfortunately we're recording before this is this is like that's literally happening. Um, in like a few hours. So yeah, we'll have to catch you up on that later. Um, or since Mark doesn't care about it, maybe I'll just do a 
to see if I can find somebody to do it. Uh, <laughs> Gotta catch them all. That'll be the <laughs> subtitle of the conference. <laughs> well, maybe they're going to announce a new spinoff or something, uh, aside from showing off a bunch of stuff about Scarlet and Violet. But either way, uh, the big thing that's going on this week is that we have started to get, they're going around the different countries that have to approve the acquisition of Microsoft and Xbox purchasing Activision Blizzard King. And in Brazil, they were asked the question of, but and Sony had to give an answer of Call of Duty's worth. Like how important is Call of Duty to the game industry and, and everything else. And Sony gave an interesting uh, reply to this. Uh, I, I should note that Microsoft has also put out a reply that's basically like, there's nothing special about these games that can't, that should make it to where you can't go ahead and let us acquire this, this company, uh, move on. My- <laughs> if, if if they asked that to me, or if they said this to me, I'd be like, then why are you trying to acquire it in the first place? Well, I mean, I, so, I, again, I preface that by saying at the end of the statement, Phil Spencer, whoever it is that made that statement, says, in regards to the foreclosure, in regards to why you shouldn't give us a problem about owning the company, basically, or owning the IP, um... You know, they've already said that they're not going to take it away from being multi-platform. I, we've talked about it, but it doesn't really make sense for Microsoft. This is another Minecraft situation. This is another like, and and you've convinced me now. I was at first like, oh, well, you got to make it exclusive, whatever. But for one, they could really get into legal trouble even down the line if they make Call of Duty uh, exclusive, I think. Because Sony could could try to, you know, file suit or whatever, even if they let this go through that, yeah. you know, my, it's hurting the game industry if Microsoft takes it exclusive, but they actually like stand to lose a lot by removing something that does give Sony so much money as Sony points out in their statement. Um, let me go ahead and just, I guess, read uh, what Sony had to say, uh, quite frankly, According to a 2019 study, the importance of Call of Duty to entertainment in general is indescribable, they said. So it's funny. Microsoft says it's nothing special. Sony is saying it's indescribable how important Call of Duty is. The brand is the only video game IP to break into the top 10 of all entertainment brands among fans. Joining Star Wars, Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, and Lord of the Rings. Call of Duty is so popular that it influences users' choice of console, which that's Sony's biggest thing, right? If people find out that Microsoft Xbox now own Call of Duty, which means that Microsoft would have the right to, you know, let's say, put it on Game Pass, right? And you still have to pay $70 for it on PlayStation. Uh, you could have all the DLC for the first three months or whatever. Uh, you could have exclusive modes or whatever that are only on the Xbox side, right? They could do that. So it could influence people deciding to buy an Xbox instead of buying a PlayStation if they haven't, a PS5, if they haven't bought one already. Um, so that is Sony's point, right? Um, the loyalty of users is so entrenched that even if a competitor had the budget to develop a similar product, 
it would not be able to rival it. Um, it's why Sony says that it's very difficult for them to believe that this could be owned by a rival competitor. Um, Call of Duty takes three to five years to make, and you know so many people work on the game. Yada yada yada. Anyway, the point is we know how much money Call of Duty makes every year, uh, except for this year where Elden Ring has just absolutely blown everything away. Call of Duty usually is always the top game every year in sales. Yeah. So do you think that Sony has a gripe here about Microsoft shouldn't be able to buy Activision Blizzard because Call of Duty is so big that it could harm the industry? Or is this Sony just trying to kind of poke holes to see if they can gain any ground? Well, I think, I mean, honestly, they, they should sign an agreement that says like Call of Duty is going to be on Sony consoles the next 10 years. After that, game on, you know, that Xbox gets it. But I think about like, you know, the rumor, some more, some of the more popular rumors are like Sony wants to buy Square or Square wants to be acquired by Sony. Uh, let's say that happened, like in this theoretical, like would Xbox care? You know, would Xbox say like, I mean, they already don't get the two, they already don't have the three biggest games that Square Enix makes. Yeah. Right. They don't. They don't have um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. They don't have Final Fantasy XVI. And they don't have Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, but uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake did come to the console eventually, didn't it? It, ha- it still has not come to Xbox. Oh, okay. It's just PC? Just PC, just Epic, Steam, and PlayStation. That's it. Okay. Uh, you know, it, again, as we, I think I speculated before... Um, it could very well be that because they decided to make this three games, this facility doesn't run out until the actual three games are completely made and out and everything. Uh, but still, by then, if we're talking about six to seven to eight years down the line, right. even if it's all going to be on Game Pass at one time, the amount of who's going to care is not going to be anywhere near as big as if it would have come out even last year. Yeah. So... I mean, we're we're just. I just don't think that's even to be fair to what Sony is saying. I don't think that even them owning Square Enix in its entirety is comparable to owning something that is such a boon for the industry as far as like what Call of Duty is. And that's the problem: is Activision has become the all they do is Call of Duty to the point where basically owning Activision, which obviously we know. They're also buying Blizzard, which has other properties. They're buying King, which has Candy Crush and other stuff. But when you think of Activision, they have made it to the point where the only thing you associate with them with is with Call of Duty. So the the counter, the only thing I could counter. It, imagine if Microsoft said this: if they said, "You know what? You are right. Us owning Call of Duty would be a detriment to the industry." But if you look at how much we fucked up Halo Infinite. Imagine we could, we do that on the Call of Duty scale. You guys, you guys got no problems. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> it would, if Phil Spencer said that, I would, I would respect him so much. <laughs> Plus, uh, I don't think that they have to worry about that because Call of Duty had its own, um, what's that? The, their own uh, free to play thing, their own multiplayer free to play, the Warzone. So they don't have to do that so, with Call of Duty. Where, well, that's not. 
good right now yeah. either, or it's yeah. such a. I mean, know, but they're bringing out the two point yeah, yeah, or whatever. Um, you know, I I think the thing is, I, I mean, that, Call of Duty is like a system seller. I mean, right. there are a lot of you know fifteen year old kids who only want to buy buy it for that reason, but you know, there are. I I just don't think it's like the number one you know, reason per se. Yeah. I think what Microsoft could point to is say, look what we did with Minecraft, right. And say, okay, well, Minecraft is also a game that has continued to sell. Uh, even after all these years, we continued to make things for it and it is on all systems. You right? know, it would be a, a really good comparable thing. And this would never happen, obviously. But if Sony was like, Hey, we bought Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. GTA six is only, yeah, on, you know, right. only on PS five. Um, I think the the issue with uh, saying that about uh, Activision is, well, yeah, they do support Grand Theft Auto until the next one comes out. So I guess it's comparable. It's not you're you're missing the whole yearly release thing that Call of Duty has been doing. Yeah, but they're um, slipping from that because of right. all the you know turmoil. Like next year, they're going to have a, have a GTA game, or I mean, a what, which, Call of Duty game, <laughs> which they need to do. Right, it needs to have some time off uh, to figure out what's going to be the cadence. What are they going to do? Are they going to have the three studios switching around like they have been? Or are they going to kind of give them all time to figure out what they want Call of Duty to be in their eyes? Or are they going to remove some of these studios and say, "Look, you're the Call of Duty team only. We want to use, uh, say, Raven and." I don't know, Treyarch for something else. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. It's basically at the point where Call of Duty is like, they have like one historical game, one present day game, and like one near future game. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the last historical game bombed, and the last, well, I mean, Cold War was also historical, but like more of. Well, I mean, the, the, the first Modern Warfare did well. Yeah. Of the, of the remake or whatever. Right. I mean, Cold War did okay. Uh, it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but I actually liked it a lot. But yeah, Vanguard is the one that is bomb. You know, yeah, Vanguard. as bad as ghosts. <laughs> I well, I wouldn't say bomb. They didn't sell their to the expectations of all the other Call of Duty games. Yeah, but even all the like the critical and the everyone everything I've heard about that game is no one liked it. Right. People bought it, and then you know, just disappointment all the way or most of the way through. So, yeah. I mean, do you feel like it's a it's a good thing that they're giving it that that time off? Like, do you think this could help Call of Duty kind of? Figure I think it, it, or the, the developers figure it out. It it should, but it really depends on if Microsoft does does buy the company. Because if they do, it's a good thing. If they don't, and Activision keeps in control, then it's supremely bad. Because whatever next Call of Duty they rush out is going to be. You know, terrible. I think. Do you think Microsoft could even try to use the state of Activision as a way to say, "Look, we're kind of saving this company here"? I think they totally will, or that—that's the picture they'll paint. I mean, it's not like you know, Activision isn't on death's door, but I'm sure they're going to go, "Oh, oh, one more failed Call of Duty, and they're done." It's like, no, they're not. You know. No, not in that way, but it's like, look at all of the bad press that the studio has. We're trying to help and clean that up. And then we're also trying to help all these yeah, other studios that are, you but know. But, like, 
the rumor is that Bobby Kotick is staying around. So Well, no, he's he's only staying around until the acquisition is done and then he's out. They've already said this. Like they just can't publicly say it because technically the deal is not done. So they can't do anything because then the Activision investors will start, you know, raising hay and then it, the deal could go go haywire. So they have to keep quiet. They have to do what they said they would do in that announcement that they initially made, but he's going to be gone. I don't think you can say that you're improving the work culture at all and then keep him around. I just, I don't get that. But, right. Um, but yeah, no, this, this thing with, uh, I think Sony has a point, but I don't think it's going to stop it from going down. I don't think that they, when you look at the whole, if your whole, thing is antitrust a monopoly they're nowhere near that there are so many other studios out there big studios uh could you say ubisoft is in trouble sure could ubisoft be the next one to get targeted by somebody sure but you still have ea you still have square enix for now will sony wind up buying them who knows you know i mean i think if if they do buy if microsoft does buy activision ubisoft is off the table you think so yeah, there's no way it would that that I think that would lead to like an antitrust problem because you're essentially taking away like the number one and number three third party developer, and it's not like EA yeah. is not prolific enough. I mean, their games do really well, but they're all you know eight ninety percent of it is repeated franchises from the like the, you know the year before. Yeah, I think the only way it could happen is that Ubisoft says like, well, we kind of went to them. And said, we're in big trouble here. We need, like, somebody to buy us so we can stay afloat. Right. And they're not um, that bad off yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, we went we went through the whole... Listen to the episode from last week. Mark and I talked about it for, like, 20 minutes. What's going on with Ubisoft? I don't, we don't need to rehash yeah. it again. But, yeah, it... It's going to be an interesting road as well because we thought we were kind of going to go in the acquisition era, but now with inflation and things going the way they are in the market, will I mean, Nintendo and Sony have both had to come out and say that they're not going to raise the price of their consoles because they've had to raise the price of other things in Japan because of what's going on with the weekend and everything. Uh, That's not being helped by the rest of the stuff that's going on in the market, so Gonna be after this. I wonder what these companies are gonna do. But Ubisoft's kind of already doing this. They're kind of they're giving some of their stuff to PlayStation. They're giving some of their stuff to Microsoft and and Xbox Game Pass. It's a really weird thing for Ubisoft, quite honestly, <laughs> uh, to see them like divide themselves up so much. Uh, it seems like all the multiplayer stuff is going to Xbox and then like all the single player stuff's going to PlayStation. But yeah, it is still just kind of a weird thing to see that that's happening. Honestly, um, who would have thought Ubisoft with such like a rich history and then like all these franchises and then that's what's happening uh, with them really. I'm sure we will get more on this whole thing with Sony and Call of Duty and Microsoft and all that in the weeks to come uh, until this is completely done. Uh, So we'll be talking about it again. Uh, Rest assured, folks. 
Uh, the other big story that was basically like the day after we recorded, which always seems to freaking happen. Uh, you, Grand you Theft constantly complain about that, but it, of course it does. Or you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna, I just keep saying it because it does. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Six. Um, this is not like officially confirmed by uh, Rockstar or Take Two or anything. This is uh, Jason Schreier Bloomberg reporting that. The playable protagonist of Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to be a Latina female, and it's going to be set in Miami. Uh, so Vice City, basically, again. And it will have a male lead as well, because it's supposed to be kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde storyline, sort of. Uh, but it seems it's like Far Cry 6, where they're going to push the the female Latina lead. But there will be a Latino man that you can play as as well. Um, they're going to have a single player map that's going to be updated over time with new missions and cities on a regular basis. And they are apparently going to take longer on the game so that you don't have less. So it's not it's not going to be this. It may not be as big at first, but they're going to add on to it so that they don't have crunch uh, and everything else. Uh, wh- I I was happy to see that we didn't have this absolute inane backlash to the announcement. You still had some weirdos uh, voice their opinion, but there wasn't this terrible, you know, backlash against it that I thought there was going to be. Uh, what do you think about it? Like as somebody, I don't really play Grand Theft Auto games, but the fact that it's set in Miami where I live, and then also it being a Latino Latina uh, lead. Uh, has me interested because you know representation matters and all that. Okay, but that, yeah, that, that's my issue. Is I saw your tweet about this and I didn't. I, I held my tongue. Why does rep- representation matter? It does. Who you play as and who you watch in movies, who you see in TV shows, all that stuff. I, who you? But like that d- stuff d- matters. Why? Like I, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> It's it's not like I'm I'm not questioning you know your your feelings, but I, I just see it as such like a. Do you really feel like that kind of like low about yourself? It's not about myself in particular. I think it's about the people after us, right? The the kids coming up, the teenagers coming up, the like gaming will go on after we get to a point where we're not talking about this every week and we're kind of just playing games here and there and whatever. Like, and well, like they people people care about having a black lead in a film, a black uh, uh, a female, um, a a female lead in a in a game. I mean, if you if you care about that, play Saints Row. Okay. Well, what I'm saying is, well, for one, this is set in Miami. So if you're you're gonna set something in Miami, it should be. Gonna be honest with you, a, a Spanish speaking lead. I mean, because this by, is the, by, that's pretty much the the number one language spoken is by, by that. Here. Well, by your logic, um, the yeah. only game that would like fit your criteria would be GTA Five for me, as this like white guy. Like GTA Three also had white guy in it, but like he was basically like a non character because he didn't even talk, like he didn't have a name, but. GTA Vice City had Italian guy, San Andreas had African American guy, 
Right. Uh, GTA 4 had immigrant guy, like Russian guy, I think, or the fuck he was from. Uh, yeah. Chinatown Wars had Asian guy. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I don't, I don't have to like, you know, I think I'm like Irish and Scottish and German, but that doesn't like matter to me in, in terms of like a game or who I'm playing as. And I, I guess, I guess I know it that doesn't, like, it's not like I, uh, look, I don't care. It's not like I what? only play games with Latino, uh, um, leads character. in them. Right. I'm just, that, that'd, I'm be saying, like, that'd be like slim pickings. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the fact that they chose one and they're, they're kind of, I'm not saying it's, it's obviously going to have the satire and all the other stuff that we're, we come to know from Grand Theft Auto. It is not going to be like UB, them trying to Ubisoft, uh, Grand Theft Auto. They're not going to do that. Um, that, I don't well, think, all, yeah. That, that's also my worry is because I thought about, they did have a Latina character in GTA 3, I think. Right. And, well, she was like minor, but she had, there was a big Latino character in GTA San Andreas. And she was like the most like stereotypical character, like Latina character you could imagine. Like super violent, super like fiery, I guess, to use a term, but like oh, yeah. more, more crazed than like every male character in the game by far. I mean, <laughs> you know? this is, it's already a stereotype. The fact that you have a Latino person in a crime game. I mean, everything that ever involves Latinos in games has to do with crime. So that's well, already said, a stereotype in itself. I'm not saying the, the, well, you say that, but the funny thing in Vice or in San Andreas is like the Latino character, Latino guy in the in the game is like the most like stand up guy in the in the game <laughs> or in the story. Yeah, that's I cool. I, I'm just saying I'm not expecting like again. I'm not expecting them to change what Grand Theft Auto is. Maybe they will do some things as part of the whole improving the work culture like maybe they don't have some you know maybe it won't be as crude as it has been in the past like maybe i don't know exactly what they're going to do that improves the work culture that may come on to this game but i don't think it's going to be this woke thing that everybody is going crazy about or whatever like no it'll it'll yeah. be like gta 5 or you know just i i just think it's going to be like uh natural born killers or something stupid like that yeah. So, some like really, I, I mean, I don't care about the the Latino part much. I think the romance part is going to be like the really terrible part of this game. Personally, why they just don't do that type of it? It's going to be incredibly like schlocky and like overly dramatic. Yeah, I'm. Af- I mean, I'm afraid of it becoming like a Mexican sit, like a Mexican soap <laughs> opera or something like that. I don't know that it will. I mean, it is interesting, right? It's a different thing for Grand Theft Auto because all the leads have been male. So how do you change this to still be Grand Theft Auto, but your main lead is supposed to be female? I'm assuming the writing will be done to you're going to be able to do either one. But I I mean, that's yeah, that's the weird thing is like in GTA five before, like when the game first came out, when they like showed it off. It seemed like Franklin was going to be the lead, the African American guy, right? And he disappears. I mean, you can still play as him, and he still has some missions, but he basically disappears from that story like halfway through, and he becomes like much more of like the Trevor and uh, Michael like right. storyline. So they could mitigate it that way. Like they could have, they can make might start you off as playing the guy character, and then 
quickly switch to her and it becomes like her storyline. Uh, it all depends. Or they could just have you play as her all the way through. But also, just I don't want it to be like Assassin's Creed, like or like you said, Far Cry. That's what I'm thinking of too. Is I wonder if it's going to be that where you're sort of promoting that. Um, was it Cassandra, right? The yeah, she Odyssey. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cassandra and Odyssey. Uh, I forgot the girl's name in Far Cry Six. That's who Danny, your main character. Yeah, Danny. That's right, Danny. Um, those are your, that's your main character, but you do have this other option. Right. right? Um, but it's funny in, uh, Valhalla, uh, I just stuck with the guy because that's who they seem to favor more. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, they did show him off. You really didn't even know except for when they showed it in like a couple of screenshots that, right. That they had the female Ivor. So, yeah. you know, again, I, I don't know. It come down to it. I may not because I really just have never been much of a big GTA fan, but I do think that that's cool that they're, they're trying to be a bit more representative of Miami this time around. And, and again, like, I think it's cool to, this is different, right? How are they going to present the female lead? How are they going to make her different than the other GTA uh, leads that they've had? And and how is this going to be like? Like you said, is this going to be more of Ubisoft type, having both the characters, or are they going to try to do it where it's two storylines, but you're in the 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 point of view of one of them at all times? Sadly, they can't get uh, Tommy Rossetti back for G- for this thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I mean, again, uh, this thankfully was not uh, as big a controversy as people thought it was going to be uh thankfully people have grown up a little bit and we're not having this uh gamergate type discussion again uh well, around this, yeah I'll, I'll ask the stereotypical question just to get a rise out of you it'll be funny in gta games like past games they've had like mini games like right uh tennis or pool do you think in this one it's going to be soccer <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'd be cool, but I, you know, I don't know that they're gonna be able to. Oh, what I mean, what foosball maybe? Because no, I meant like just actual yeah. soccer, like just screw it. <laughs> uh, just go on a, a street pitch and and do it like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Either way, uh, that's that's what we know right now about Grand Theft Auto Six. Uh, maybe comes out twenty twenty four, twenty twenty five is the uh, rumors right now, but. Uh, I also I do have one request to do is like Latin themed. They need to get Carlos Mencia in the game. We should be allowed to kill him. Well, yeah, if you're gonna kill him, then yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully the uh, the music is also representative as well. It'd be cool if they they have a. Well, Vice yeah. City had like a Latin, at least one or two like Latin radio stations, yeah. or you know the type of. But that was track. more like '80s focus as well, right? So, yeah, you know. But that is still my favorite uh, should, of the GTA should, soundtrack. I mean, it'd be funny to me if they just had like one radio station that was like all in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> like no subtitles at all. Just say screw it, you know. Here's like eight, eight hours of Spanish, you know, Spanish radio talk and not, nothing else. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, well. So, uh, just before we get to like the other, I guess, kind of topic here, um, here's the the PlayStation Plus Xbox stuff for the month since that kind of started becoming uh you can go and unlock that stuff now uh PlayStation plus uh, the essential had some really three terrific games on it that 
everybody should go play. Um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. You reviewed that game. Uh, you yep. really liked that game. Uh, I think everybody would second that. The fantastic remaster remake. Except for Activision. <laughs> yeah, except for Activision. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, one of my favorite games ever. Um, it is awesome. So I can tell you, uh, the JRPG version of Yakuza, and they nailed every single part of it. And you really need to go play it. If you have not played this game yet, you will love it. You will love the cast. You will love the stories, everything. I mean, there's just so much to love about this game, honestly. Just go play it. Um, and Little Nightmares is really good, too. It's uh, it's one of those puzzle platformers. Uh, it has like a kind of like a horror, weird uh, yeah. theme. I I think most people know know it by now because it has the sequel that came out recently, you know, last year. Uh, but definitely you should go play that as well. The numbers are really good. Uh, and then also uh, PlayStation Plus, uh, well, extra and yeah, extra and pre- extra will be getting most of them. Premium is getting all of them uh, because all of the eight Yakuza games are coming to PlayStation Plus. So very much like Game Pass. Where we saw last month, I you know I mentioned that um, Zero, Kiwami One and Two were coming back, and now we find out PlayStation Plus is getting everything. So all the Yakuza games are going to be on the that service. Uh, the Yakuza Three, because Yakuza Three, Four, and Five had to actually be specifically made for Xbox, they were able to just you know put that on Game Pass as a whole. The one on PlayStation because they were already made for PS3. They just remastered them, and what you're getting is the PSC versions of Yakuza 3, 3, 4, and 5. So you have to have premium to be able to play those uh, because they'll be part of the PS3 streaming. They will not be the collection that you can buy on your PS4, which I don't know why they didn't do that, but sure. I guess it uh, saved them some money. I don't yeah, it's probably easier. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that's a cool lineup so far. We don't know what the um, there may be more that they reveal in the middle of the month for PlayStation. Uh, but that's what we know right now. Uh, Xbox games for gold. Uh, you can uh, it's the first game. Uh, you get Calico Scourgebringer, which I swear they've already had on there before. Uh, Saints Row Two, and what's your uh, Monica? Which yours is mine? Um, I can't vouch. Uh, Saints Row 2, uh, what is your opinion on the... I didn't play it in Xbox 360. I imagine it's better than the PC version. But I don't like the earlier Saints Row games because you have to, like, grind out respect to, like, unlock the next story mission. Oh, okay. Which is terrible. It's like, oh, you have to be rank set, rank 18, you know, like, rank 14. So go grind out some insurance fraud or do some bullshit like that to, like, you know, go to the next story mission. Yeah. No no good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thankfully, they have fixed that in the uh, later Saints Row games. No, in three, three they did away with it, and even four they okay. did. They're just like, yeah, no. <laughs> well, let's see what it looks like. They are not doing that for the new Saints Row. No, so. I imagine it'll be the same thing because yeah, people really didn't like it because it's like, actually, I run this this truck spewing poo everywhere. Let's let's do this for a half hour until I can get enough respect to get to the next mission. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and just because it came out today, the first half of uh, August Xbox Game Pass games, uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands is available right now, which is actually a decent uh, multiplayer game. 
that, that's okay, but yeah. it's still a long grind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shenzhen IO will come on August 4th for the PC. Turbo Golf Racing, which is uh, very similar to Rocket League, uh, is going to come to all three of the where they have Game Pass on, on day one. Uh, Two Point Campus is also a day one game, uh, August 9th for all three. Uh, I know you like the Two Point. No, I never played uh, them. Oh, didn't you want the hospital one? Yeah, I wanted it, but I never yeah. got it. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sure it is not that expensive right now. But uh, as I I love the Power Wash Simulator when they came out uh, last month. So Cooking Simulator is also going to be joining. So I guess this is Xbox's new thing. We're just going to add the simulators and see how well they do. Uh, on August 11th, as well as Expeditions Rome, which is like a strategy game. And off-world trading company; those are coming to the PC uh, version of Game Pass. So, there you go. Uh, not like a lot of big games, I would say. I'm interested with the Turbo Golf Racing, how similar to Rocket League it is, and you know how that works out. I'm interested in playing that. That looks like fun. Uh, I'll probably check out that Cooking Simulator, but not much else uh, there for me. So the other kind of thing that's this is kind of a bit more seems like it's under the radar because it was done in jest by uh, Colin Moriarty, which uh, for the last stand media, um, apparently a leaked copy of the script for the newest Tomb Raider, uh, you know, they came upon it and apparently it shows that the next Tomb Raider could involve a, like very experienced Laura that is now leading a group of other Tomb Raiders. Uh, and I guess, could it be that maybe there's multiplayer in this or. Well, I think like, Rise of Tomb Raider had multiplayer. Well, I'm saying like, could they, are they trying to like make the story actually multiplayer? Like maybe like a unit, a Sasuke unity kind of thing, or you think that that's just, okay, well, she's kind of the head Tomb Raider. You still play as Laura, but there's other ones there, or uh, that might be a mistake. But yeah, that's just me. <laughs> Did you hear the uh, Terminator news movie news? By the way, no, I have not. What? Uh, I mean, it's supposed to be. They're, they're supposed to make another sequel with Alicia Vicklander, but that basically got canceled. Oh, they canceled Warner, it. Okay, because Warner Brothers like didn't. I think it's Warner Brothers. They didn't like actually start making it within the, like contract time, so the oh, rights man. reverted back to whoever owned it <laughs> and they're probably going to do like another reboot. Oh goodness. And I was uh, surprised. I was kind of surprised that that, that Terminator movie like didn't, it didn't bomb. I thought it, I thought it did, but it did okay. Or it did better. Like the other yeah, ones. it did. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it just wasn't like critically, you know, highly respected. <laughs> right. Exactly. But also it's been a while. Like that thing came out like two or three years ago at least. So I mean that's why they were supposedly working on it, so it wouldn't be too far away from it. But right. you know, um I think it's cool that we have a more kind of adult, you know, Laura and it's a fully like we've kinda of gone be at, uh, you know, past those games that um you know Well is it still gonna follow that that continuity or would it be something I don't uh, know. I mean, this is just kind of like casting. It's not even really like they're going based off of what it says about the casting. 
that right. she'll be in her mid thirties. There's going to be romantic scenes with another female character. Um, of course, <laughs> you know she's embraced her life as an adventurer. They everybody knows about her, how great her career is. But then something happens, and then she's right back into having to be a Tomb Raider again. And uh, but it could be that you're not just playing as Laura; you play as other characters too. So yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. Again, this is uh, Embracer Groups. Uh, that deal is still pending, by the way, which is why Square Enix apparently went after uh, Last Stand Media on this, and we're not happy about them uh, getting a hold of this script and then kind of like jokingly reading it on air. So we'll see what happens with that. But that being said, if if this is supposed to be the basis for the next Tomb Raider. I guess we'll see how this all pans out, but at least we know that this is underway and the Embracer Group will have to deal with this whenever they actually take over. Yeah. Uh, also, Warhammer 40,000 Darktide got delayed again. Um, the PC version is coming September 13th, and then Xbox is probably even next year, perhaps. Uh, did Were you interested in this game at all, or...? Oh no! It was it was supposed to come out in September. Now it's coming out November thirtieth. I apologize. I, I have so lost track of like Warhammer at this point. I mean, they make like yeah. four of these goddamn games a year, not more. So I, I have no idea what, what's even that franchise anymore. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I feel like we just have Warhammer stuff coming out, and yeah, aren't they? They're different series, right? The Warhammer forty thousand. It's the sci-fi one, and then Warhammer yeah. itself was like the medieval or like magic one. And then you have like the Vermintide thing. Well, that's part of like right. the magic. That's part of the magical one. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it's. I mean, there are. I mean, if you, you think like Final Fantasy, there's a ton of that shit. Warhammer has right. that blown away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it seems like there's people you know, that are interested in this, uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, it just, it continues to follow the same pattern that we've seen with a lot of, uh, games this year, where this is the year that you're, you're just delaying things, unfortunately. Um, do you think they wind up like delaying it again where it doesn't even come out at all this no, year? No, it'll, it'll fall this year. Maybe probably not, but. If it does, you know, it's probably like December release. Cause it'll give people a good excuse to like play it online or, you know, have more time to play it. Yeah. I mean, I can see them definitely. Warhammer has been kind of more of a PC thing anyway. So I could definitely yeah. see them release that PC uh, version, but then they won't really necessarily be in a rush to release the, the necessarily the Xbox One right away. It is supposed to come out shortly after, but. Wouldn't be surprised if that's like early 2023 at that point. I don't know. From what I'm seeing in this trailer, it looks like it's like this is like a co-op action game, maybe. And I, I just see yeah, a bunch of like that's how, they, how all they all are. All yeah. Like, so, um, it's, either, it's either like four on one or four on whoever action or total war, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So definitely, also, th- this trailer also kind of terrible (laughs) this was a year ago to be fair but i mean i think personally 
this is like, you know, another thing. Microsoft loves having these multiplayer games for Game Pass. So it is going to be on Game Pass Day 1. So if anything, uh, very similar to like that Dungeons & Dragons game that got way more play than it probably would have had it not been on Game Pass. This might suffer the same fate. Uh, but we'll see. I guess maybe it winds up being uh, decent, if anything. I think I will just mention this really quick. Uh, so EA is not you know, going to renew the FIFA license because FIFA's asking for too much money. But hey, they still have the license for all the other leagues, so why not go a step further and just get the naming rights to the entire Spanish First Division League and now you're now you have to mention EA Sports every time you uh, an EA Sports logo is in is going to be in every graphic that you show for La Liga going forward after this year. Uh, I would say that's smart marketing for EA. If, I would say know. that's smart marketing, but only for a very specific subsection of the audience. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people play FIFA. You're trying to get the word out there that it is now EA Sports FC and no longer has the FIFA name. So why not have EA Sports' name slapped on everything, just like they do with the Premier League. Every time you watch a game, it's slapped on the referees. Uh, and on other things, so right. uh, good idea by EA there uh, to mention that really quick. Um, so apparently they announced that Evo is going to have like a press conference type thing. Uh, Ed Boone has already come out and said that Mortal Kombat 12 will not be revealed at this uh, Do you think he's just denying to deny and it will be? Or do you think he's actually being legit about that? He's probably being legitimate. Uh, because of the unknown if WB wants to keep him or not, you know? Yeah, that's a very, uh, that's going to be a very interesting thing. If, like, they're trying to cost cut, uh, do they try to just sell off the IPs individually, or do they just sell off the studios in mass? They like, can't, they can't do that. I mean, with that, with Mortal Kombat specifically, because, you know, who's, are they going to make some of the company going to make, make Mortal Kombat? Like, no. Or, you know, they could, but the fans would, like, ride against them. I mean, they'd be like, uh, oh, who is... I forget it. <laughs> it'd be like Capcom just giving somebody Street Fighter, right? Yeah. yeah. So you think they would just be like, okay, well, here's all the Warner Brothers Studios. You don't get the IPs, but Mortal Kombat's not, not a, you know, Mortal Kombat is its own thing. It's not a Warner Brothers original or whatnot. Like, No, you know, I like, think you... I think you, I think it's just like, hey, if you want to sell Mortal Kombat, you have to sell off another realm as well. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, okay, okay, do you think that they'll just sell Nether Realm individually, or will they just say, okay, this is a package deal? You have to buy all of the Warner Brothers game studios together. How many other game studios do they have? Well, the Lego, right? I think would be the only. Yeah, other. but that, the the Traveler's Tales. Yeah, but like that actually does well. So I'm sure, like, if yeah. if it was like you know. Embracer group, if, you know, WB's like, hey, you have to buy Traveler's Tales and, you know, NetherRealm. They're like, all right, let's do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is something I could definitely totally see Embracer group doing. Like, uh, uh, hey, we're just selling, we're, we're trying to do a fire sale for our our studios here. Uh, please take them, somebody. And Embracer group, I could see them just, hey, oh. right here, please. <laughs> Yeah, the example I was thinking of earlier was like if you know Square tried to sell off like the Hitman, 
you know, IP, but not IO Interactive when they installed it. Right. Like, who's going to buy Hitman, you know? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant, that they would just sell off the studios. Because they tried to do that, right? They tried to, like, section off some of the studios, be like, okay, well, you guys are in this group over here, and then you guys are another group over here, and then uh, y'all are apparently not supposed to congregate with each other, and then who knows what happened. Uh, so, but... I mean, if let's say tomorrow, if like you know, DC did or not DC, WB said, you know what, we're selling everything. What happens to that multiverses thing? I know, whatever? right? That thing is getting so much um, attention right now, with the fact that it's like it could actually be a Smash Brothers rival. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, but it's is it actually means nothing if all of a sudden they can't have those those properties I mean, in that game, like right. Uh, I mean, it's like, well, that, we created some knockoffs. There's this guy that looks like Harry Potter, but clearly isn't, or you know, yeah, legally yeah. is not Harry Potter. But or instead I of mean, like, it, yeah, and they already have like all these characters playing for it and everything. Like I don't like that, you know how Mortal Kombat has blue, green, yellow, and red ninjas. We're at, we're adding an orange ninja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I still need to like try to get into the beta for that thing. I mean, you can just I download it. Oh, okay. It's, I mean, it's already out. Oh, I need to go download it. That's that's why I haven't messed with it, because I was like, I thought you had to... No, it, it took a 7-gig download, I think, and yeah, it's out. I mean, you can just play it. Oh, okay. Well, um, let me go ahead, and unless there's something else you want to mention here... Did you... I mean, well, the last thing is an AEW game. Like, do you have any interest in it? Uh, I have... It might be one of those things that, like... I would play if I found it on a sale or something like that. Um, some... I don't even watch AEW, so you know. Well, that doesn't really matter. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I watched some trailer or some clip on like Twitter. I think I don't know how how long or how new it was. It looked super janky, but almost in a way I could respect. Yeah, like it looked really quick. Like that, like the WWE games do not look, you know, right. So. I was actually kind of interested, but it almost looked like a little too janky or like a little too. Well, there it's it's Ukes and THQ. No, know, no, Ukes. it's Aki. Oh, it's Aki. Aki's doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was Ukes that was doing this. Okay, well, I mean, they, they might be like helping them or something, or maybe like some collaboration. But yeah, it's it's Aki. I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I. Yeah, whatever. Kenny Omega is like the big fan of the. Uh, oh well, yeah, definitely. I mean, Kenny Omega is a huge gaming. Fan, yeah. So. And hell, he's not wrestling anymore. So, or you know, he's not wrestling right now. So. <laughs> no, it it is Ukes. Okay. Yeah, and and THQ Nordic is is the going to be the publisher. Oh. So. Yeah, but never because never Ukes left, and that's the it's, game. I, I thought yeah. it was Ukes also, but I was watching yeah. like the Bombcats earlier, and they said Aki, so that's why I just assumed it yeah. was them. Or, Maybe you know. they were making comparisons to it because they're trying to make it feel that way. Yeah, um, uh, but it looked really quick, like quick, way quicker than like a WWE game. So that's that's yeah. good. I mean, if they were trying to, if they're trying to do arcade wrestling, then it does need to be quick. They're not trying to do a simulation, right? Of wrestling, so that makes more sense. I have um, to hold like four buttons to do like a, you know, a chin lock or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we don't need to make it super complicated. 
Um, we don't really know a lot of the roster yet either. I mean, there's, um, you know, Adam, Adam Page, uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, Sting, and, um, you know, uh, Kenny Omega, obviously. But I imagine the Young Bucks are going to be in it. But don't, that's going to be another thing that they need to kind of let us know about, right? Yeah. Or uh, hell, I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather have like 20 or 30 wrestler roster than, you know, 900 characters that WWE games have that no, no one cares about. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, have you been playing anything uh, super uh, big? Or? Well, I finally got PS Plus back after like a few months of not having it. <laughs> um, okay. So, let's see. I played Diablo 3 some because uh, I want to get some of the more. Like, I'm pretty close to getting getting the platinum in that game. I just have a few trophies to like annoyingly collect. But me and Yen started playing Bloodborne. Uh, Man, I don't like it. Or I just find it real tedious. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's that's the game everybody says that if you don't like those kind of games, you should play it. See, I think yeah. I think I'm really spoiled by Elden Ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of character design and a lot of enemy design in Elden Ring looks straight from this game. Like, I mean, it looks like they just, Elden Ring just kind of copied it. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't like the city layout. I don't like how it looks in general. Like it's just you know, Yen thinks it's, thinks it's like the best looking game ever, or he thinks it's like the best PS4 game ever. And I'm like, you started the drugs too early tonight, my friend. Like, it's just super... it does have a really cool like gothic horror look, you know. Yeah, but that's all it ha- like. It's just such a static world, you know. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my problem. Is it's just like okay, it's HP Lovecraft. I got it. You know, yeah, um, it's fine enough, and you know we'll we'll play it or we'll finish it, uh, but it's you know, of course, it does the stupid like leveling thing because he has like a god tier character, but because he's coming into my game world, he's like severely at a disadvantage, <laughs> oh man, and I you know, I just hate systems like that. It's like why he should just be able to like mow everything down for me, and he pretty much already can as it is, but like. He was saying like his health bar is basically like four fifths gone in my game because wow, it scales really? so bad. Oh, because it has to go back, you know. To yeah. Level. Okay. Gosh. And, and it's funny we're playing this game because he basically broke down on a remnant from the ashes. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember the first time y'all were going through it, he didn't like it either. He we got to a boss fight where uh, we have to like take out like these three like. Uh, Basically, like three machines in this like arena area, but the enemies constantly respawn, and they constantly respawn because you know it's a it's a ranged shooter, so you need enemies to kill to get ammo back. But he just can't like deal with that, so he tried like three or four times, and he's just like, "I'm deleting this game forever. Like I can't play it anymore." <laughs> That's good. <laughs> wow. He's like, "No, I'm just doing this." Pretty much. I love it. I love it. Please, I want to keep playing it. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll have to finish it. Or I can just get past that area myself, or you know, find yeah. other people. I thought y'all beat that game. No, okay, we never did. Didn't. And then it's funny because he was like, "I don't know why." I think he said, "Like, I don't know why anyone would be playing this game instead of Elden Ring." Well, and I mean, like, you already beat Elden Ring. That's why. Well, it's like, don't you <laughs> understand that people like other games, or you know, yeah. like. 
They don't get but, stuck on. I mean, even though there are a lot of people still just sitting there playing Elden Ring, which I don't blame them. I mean, still. yeah, you're not playing Elden Ring because we finished no, I'm not. it. You know, yeah. like <laughs> exactly. Uh, and I haven't touched it yet, but I guess the analog pocket got some fun new updates lately. How goes the? Have you have you made anywhere close to the sunbreak part of Monster Hunter Rise? Hell no. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I do have like one friend playing that game on, on PC. But she is like so far above, like ahead of me. Like she's already yeah. in that like, area, so it's like I can't. I couldn't. Even, I can never even play with her. Oh, okay. Because you know I'm doing like the second hunt. She's on like hunt three hundred. So good luck. Yeah, it's exactly good luck with it. Well, I did beat Rogue Legacy too. Oh, that's cool. I'm glad yeah. you did. But so, was- any changes on what you thought about the game since you beat it? Or- uh, I mean, I think that game is pretty unplayable or unbeatable, let's say, without certain character classes or traits. That's like any roguelike, really. Yeah. You know, so I, mean, I, had a, I had a character who's a chef uh, that I had a few traits that, like, when I would kill enemies, they would drop more food, which is like how you restore health. So, any, like, I would kill three enemies and I get, like, food back. So, I basically, like, indestructible. Oh, okay. So, that was cool. And I beat That's it when good. I was watching uh, Northern Exposure, which is how one does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been playing the the game that I've been waiting for for this uh, entire year here, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, and I'm about 20 hours in. That's not even close to anywhere near. Um, if you want to do, apparently the story is like 50 hours. If you want to just completely just only mainline and don't do anything. But honestly... You have to do side quests uh, in this game because now they even have uh, the 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 extra characters that you get that extra seventh character that has been mentioned. That's how you get those. You have to do their their side uh, hero quests. So um, they really should have seen part of the main storyline, but they just made them this side quest uh, thing that you that you have to do for each one when you meet them. But so. Uh, again, you don't need to play necessarily Zonobi Chronicles 1 and 2 to be able to play this game, but there is callbacks and, uh, a lot of the, the battle system is very much like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, but just they kind of add different things to it. Uh, it's absolutely the, it is a fun game to just battle in, uh, to just play the gameplay. Uh, I love the way that they, they added on to the system uh, where you have the arts and then you still have the chain attacks. Now they have the thing where they have the mechs, which they call the Ouroboros, so you can uh, turn into. Um, they even have storyline stuff with them as well that I've gotten to. So uh, I just, I really have enjoyed my time with it, the game so far. Uh, I love all six of the characters. Um, so far, this is like a really dark story compared to like, let's say two that was very, oh, anime and, uh, you know, it's just really seemed kind of weird compared to like the story of one. This really kind of goes back to more of one. Like it's, you know, you got the two, uh, rival factions fighting each other and they're literally fighting each other for their lives because everybody has a 10 year lifespan. And you're trying to survive so you can, I guess, get, uh, go on to heaven or whatever they, you know, would say that is. 
Um, you find out the story behind that and then, you know, but yeah, I just, I think that the, the battle system has been improved. The, the game looks great in portable mode for the first time. Uh, I've been playing mostly portable mode. I did play some on the TV, but I think it looks really good in portable mode, quite honestly. Uh, so you can play it. It, it's, it holds the 30 frames pretty well for the most part. Um, so yeah, I, again, this is like a 150 hour game, 120, 120 to 150 hour game that I'm barely less scratching the surface of because the battle system's so good. I just want to like, every time I run into a freaking enemy, I just want to battle it. <laughs> um, there's a job system in this game as well. So that's kind of the core conceit aside from the Ouroboros, which the Ouroboros actually have their own skill trees as well that you can level up. Um, the job system, there's 20 jobs in this game and you can learn, you learn the jobs by having the other characters use that job. And then the other characters can then be able to also use that job. So you can, you know, you could technically have six healers if you want to do, or six uh, sword fighters or, or whatever. But this is, again, like if you haven't played Xenoblade at all, it's very much like an MMO-inspired uh, kind of battle system. So you have the DPS guy, your defender guy, you have the attacker, you have the healer, and you kind of need to keep a balanced team. And you have to move around in real time. So uh, the best way to do an attack is to like hit him from the back or hit him from the side compared to whatever is going on. Uh, and yeah, this... It's the game I've been waiting for. For me, it lives up to the hype. Uh, obviously, I'm going to have to play more. Uh, so it may take like <laughs> the whole month to get through it or whatever. But um, I'm just glad that it is not disappointing. And it's well worth that time that we waited and have been. Uh, everybody's ex- like, I'm surprised like how many people have just decided to start with this game and not played the other two at all. And it looks like people made the the uh, great choice because this might be the best one of all of them um, so far. Did, uh, so. Jenna Coleman come back? I don't know her character's name. Oh, the one that plays uh, Melia. I guess I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure because I'm not. I don't know if there's going to be uh, any of that. Um, so far, no. Uh, but I don't know if there's going to be more. There is callbacks to the other games so far. But I don't know if we're gonna see more direct things like that later. I mean, there she there um uni the she starts out as the healer uh who's on the team with Noah, who's the main protagonist, uh is a descendant of Melia. So uh or like Melia's people. Very much like um Mio, the cat girl, uh is a descendant of uh, Nia from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, like their people. So, I mean, IMDb says yeah. they're, and they're never wrong. So, yeah. So, uh, well, who are they saying is, is she, who's her voice? Like, who's Melia. she voicing? Okay, but Melia's not, not yet in the, in the game. In the I'm story. At. Yeah, yeah. In okay. The story. So, if she shows up at some point, I don't I know. That's a spoiler. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, I mean, I will say the the villains in this game are like a tad too wacky. 
like that's where you get the real like anime kind of stuff of like they made the the main characters grounded this time and then the because that was the difference like the villains were what people liked about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because the main characters were too like you know you had this kid and Rex and these the the two uh Mithra and Pyra that you know have the fame that they have I don't need to go over that again but now it's like oh we got to make the the villains be this jokey these jokey guys that have these uh funny voices and of course everybody's british in this game except for uh Senna so you also have that like you have Welsh accents and uh all various kinds of english accents in this game too so um yeah it the script is very english uh they even came up with their own so they kind of pulled the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. You know how they said uh, Flark instead of saying the F word. Well, here they say Spark. So you get to hear that a lot. of, um, And then you get the, the same. Uh, so, so if you want something a bit media, uh, media, as they say, um, literally the, you're going to hear the sa- people then repeat the same line constantly over and over and over. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, because they after every battle, I think I heard uh, somebody uh, uni say that uh, Lance wants something meteor uh, a gazillion times. Uh, so or Senna saying that she's the girl with the goal constantly. So if that bothers you, just I just ignore it because that's been a thing in all the games. You know, Shulk uh, saying feeling he's feeling it constantly. That was a thing in one. So. Yeah, but I love they man. Um, the creator of this game is uh, of these games is just he's spot on. He knows what he's doing, uh, and this game is I think the culmination of all that. And they've done a t- fantastic job here. And I'm sorry I let that trailer go on too long, and it probably plays some spoilers for people that just wanted to kind of hear my thoughts on the game and not get spoiled. I'm sorry. Uh, so I just spoiled myself really. Uh, quite honestly, but it is what it is. I, I'm loving the game. I hope everybody that's playing it is. It seems like y'all are all loving it too. I can't wait to keep playing it. It's. Uh, it just seems like a great adventure to be going on for these, uh, you know, hundred hours that it's going to be. So I'm just kind of going to try to take my time with it because then I know a lot of things are going to be a letdown after that. <laughs> uh, so kind of like you guys with Elden Ring, I guess earlier this year of like you haven't really been able to find a game that's kind of matched that yet i feel like i'm gonna have that problem the rest of the year where i'm gonna have a, it's it's not gonna be able to match the how i feel about this game except for actually elden ring <laughs> yeah well i don't know that i will play elden ring because that's not my thing i don't like bashing my head against the wall but i don't know maybe if somebody plays it with me I believe don't know, me elden ring, yeah. elden ring has that but it's not that bad yeah. Uh, at all, especially like a magic character, you can really just kind of cheese your way through that game, like I did. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough. But all right, I think that's uh, that's going to do it for the show uh, this week. Uh, thank you for everybody that either watched on Twitch or Twitter or on the Facebook page. Uh, you can go follow us, uh, WTMNet on uh, f- on Facebook. Uh, I think it's WTM Network on Twitch. Uh, and then you can go follow me at WTM Sean on Twitter at Humanity Playing for Mark. 
go um go read Mark's column over on Fulmania. If they ever post it. <laughs> they still haven't posted that, that's crazy. Uh you might want to go like let Jeremy or somebody know that nobody has posted that yet. And that's then funny. I'll just post the next one and I'll, and I'll have like a backlog. Yeah. And then um yeah, I'll I'll be I'm trying to review this game, so we'll see. Like I said, I'm trying not to like just barge through it, but I also kind of have to keep a steady pace. And then, yeah, uh, we'll see what comes uh, happens this week in games. Uh, there really isn't that. I kind of didn't talk about what's coming because, other than like Frogun being there as a like old 2D platformer, there's really nothing big or of note coming out until we do a show again next time two point campus will be out by then but we already talked about it um so yeah but uh, all right until next week we'll see you later everybody later